Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, there is a real cut and paste feel to these games of late. Starting pitcher, especially if it's DeGrom, pitches beautifully. But the Mets get three or four hits and they lose. And if it seems like that's the movie Groundhog Day, note that the Mets starting catcher is literally from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Thursday night in the pizza oven that is Phoenix, Arizona, the Mets actually hit three home runs, but they were all solos. And they had only one other hit in nine innings, and they lost 6-3. to three. So the June swoon is in swing. One win, ten losses this month. Beyond that, it's 11 of 12. 16 of 19, and all the hell with it. Just play the song. It's your Daily Mets podcast. It's your Daily Mets podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Mets are doing. It's your Daily Mets podcast. It's your Daily Mets podcast. Oh, it's your Daily Mets podcast. And here's your host, Josh Well, the Mets swept a three-game series from Arizona back at City Field just a month ago, but they have not won a series since. They have lost six. They have split one. And yeah, after that 11-1 start that seems like we dreamed it, they have gone 17-36 and since then. Josh Lewin with you. And there's a part of me that is just resigned to doing something other than recapping games. Uh, on these podcasts. I know it's what we promised you. I know it's what the sponsors want. And, and I'm sure you guys are, especially if you didn't stay up late to hear it, that's what you want too. But I, I seriously am almost to the point now where I'd rather just open the media guide and say, all right, uh, here's all the Mets ever whose last names began with A. Tune in tomorrow. I'm going to do B. And just keep doing that for a while. I, I could go on and on. I guess I'm supposed to go on and on a little bit. But look, I mean, only two National League teams have worse records right now. The rebuilding Reds and the supposed laughing stocks of the sport, the Miami Marlins. So the, the penance apparently for the 11-1 and run to open the season, you got to suffer through a 1-11. and That's what the Mets are doing right now. It is 18 runs scored in those last 12 games. The Mets are hitting 138 over two weeks. They are 3-for-46 with runners in scoring position. They are, let's see, on this road trip now, I'm going to do some quick math for you. <laughs> no time to my fingers leave my hands. Check this out. 5 for 59 in Atlanta, and then game one in Arizona here, they were 4 for 31. So as brutal as the hitting was at home, so far on the road trip, they're 9 for 90. And the road trip is just getting started, and they're hitting in great hitters' ballparks. Going on and on about the Mets hitting issues is pretty repetitive and pointless. It it reads like a third-grade essay about North Dakota. North Dakota is a state. It's north of South Dakota. It's cold. It's flat. It's not very populous. It snows a lot. It's shaped kind of like a rectangle. It's pretty gray, and it's not real interesting. And at some point, the teachers just got to stand up and say, all right, thank you, Johnny. That's enough about North Dakota. I know I'm risking that. But I do want to point out that the Mets are going to battle these days without three of their big four. DeGrom, thank goodness, is healthy. 
but his wingman, Noah Syndergaard, is out. The closer, Mr. Familia, is out, although only for another few days, it would appear. Cespedes is out. And for right now, no Jay Bruce. And I know that Jay Bruce hasn't been doing much this year. He's actually been doing very little this year. But now he's got, I swear to you, an upper butt injury. That's what he calls it. It's kind of where the back meets the butt, like where the, where the surf meets the sand, as we say in San Diego. Uh, this is where the back meets the butt. So uh, you've got that to deal with now. Bruce did not play in the game Thursday. Is not scheduled to play in the game Friday. The bullpen is not getting it done. They brought in Chris Beck, and this is a guy who had a 6.4 ERA for the White Sox, a losing team last year. He's a little bit better this year, 4.18, but he's 27 years old. He's a guy that throws 96, but really doesn't have great numbers. And honestly, I don't know that much about him. I know Beck, the singer, you know, he wrote this. Oh, right. He wrote Loser. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. I, I'm gonna go recap this game for you, though. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it as positive as I can. Uh, I mean, if you're a Mets fan and you're downloading a podcast about the Mets, you, you don't want to just hear bad news all the time. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for something here for you. The game recap is brought to you by Burke Rehabilitation. For over a hundred years, Burke has helped patients achieve their maximum recovery from a life-changing illness, injury, or surgery. Their outpatient therapy includes physical, occupational, speech, and specialty therapies. Give them a call at 914-597-2200 or go to burke.org to get the info that you need. So here's the preamble to all this. A lot of the researchers, like the Elias types, have figured out some pretty wacky stuff that the Mets are on a run right now that no one has seen in the majors since at least 1913 to go this far along, 12 games, and have a batting average as low as 136. That's where they are right now. It's been further established that it's been 130 years since a team has gone this deep with this few runs on this few amount of hits over a 12-game stretch. It was the 1888 Kansas City Cowboys of the American Association, and we actually talked to Mickey Calloway about that a bit before the game. He seemed almost impressed that, hey, yeah, somebody else has done that before, and it was as recent as 88, but it was 1888, not 1988. And Mickey joked with us that I'd, I'd like to meet the manager of that team, pick his brain. But we looked it up. Sam Barkley's been dead since 1923. So the, the Mets at least did this. I promised I'd try to find some positive. They had been on this long run of not scoring in more than one inning. They had been nine games going on ten since they did that. They actually scored in three different innings in this game. But it was just three solo home runs. Brandon Nimmo in the first inning off a good buddy of his, Matt Cook. Those guys came up together. In the Mets organization, Cook was a one-time third-round pick of the Mets in a year where they actually kind of hit the jackpot. Not not the ass in the jackpot, not that. The actual jackpot where uh, 12 different Mets actually made it to the major leagues that were in that draft of 2012. And, and that's really something. If you can, It's actually 12 of their first 20 rounds that year. And I was talking to J.P. Ricciardi, Mets assistant GM, about this before the game Thursday. He says that if you get five guys from an entire draft to eventually get to the major leagues, you, you can take a bow. So to get 12 in the first 20 rounds, that's really strong. Problem is, all those guys, Matt Cook, Kevin Ploiecki, Chris Flexen, I mean, it's those kind of guys. Tomas Nito, yeah, they've been in the major leagues, Matt Reynolds, uh, but, you know, nobody's exactly going to the Hall of Fame. It's an interesting question for another podcast. Would you rather have all that quantity, 12 draft picks, make the major leagues out of one draft and they're all kind of pedestrian guys or 
like the San Francisco Giants do a lot. You just get one guy, like a Buster Posey, and that's it for your whole draft. You don't get anybody else in that draft that ever did anything, but the one guy you do get is a stud. Just throwing that out there if you want to talk amongst yourselves. So the, the Mets team batting average, which is as low as it's pretty much ever been, 224 now. Yes, they got the home run from Nemo in the first inning, and he's having a great year. That's his ninth home run. But then Vargas gave up a run in the bottom of the second inning. Vargas, not Mats in this game. Mats has a blister. He's going to be pushed to the game on Saturday. And it was a Cattell Marte base hit, scored the run to tie it up in the bottom of the second. A Paul Goldschmidt a home run, put the Diamondbacks on top for keeps. His 13th of the year. Goldschmidt has been unreal of late. He is actually 21 for his last 36 at bats now. He's still striking out a lot, but he's doing a lot of damage in the interim. And that's instructive. You know, the Mets maybe can kind of channel that. Goldschmidt was horrible for a while, and then he found himself, and now he's terrific. The Diamondbacks, remember, mid-May, they had lost 13 out of 14. They had failed to score more than four runs in any of those games. Now they're fine. They're a first-place team in the NL West. The Mets have got to find a way to do exactly what the Diamondbacks have found a way to do, just be complete crud at the plate for a couple weeks, shrug it off, and go forward from here. I still suggest that the Mets can do that. Problem is, though, that they're only scoring pretty much when they hit home runs. It's 18 runs total in their last 12 games. They've got one two-run double, one two-run single, and one sack fly. Every other run is scored on a home run, most of them solos. Take away those home runs, they've got five other runs on three swings in two weeks. So yeah, some things have got to start to change here. The Mets got another home run from Michael Conforto in the sixth, and that's very good news. Conforto had been just two for his last uh, 29 at that point, but he hit a 425-foot home run, almost hit another one in the eighth inning, flied out very deep to center. Ahmed Rosario did hit a home run in the eighth inning. Mets were back to within four to three at that point. First home run in 63 ABs for Rosario. But then Jacob Rame gave up two solo home runs in the bottom of the eighth. David Peralta, his second of the night, Jake Lamb took him way out. Jerry Blevins had a rough night. Paul Seawald walked in a run with the bases loaded in a key spot. And that's another thing we kind of have to address here, the Mets' bullpen. You know, even with the emphasis on the bullpen depth last summer, the Mets are basically down to two healthy relievers that they trust, Gazelman and Swarzak. Seth Lugo would make that cut as well, obviously, but he's got to stay in the rotation with Syndergaard shut down because of that strained ligament in his right index finger. You guys ready for the Mickey Calloway post-game press conference? Mickey is brought to you by our friends at Ridgewood Savings Bank. At Ridgewood, you'll find the same time-saving online and mobile tools as the big banks, but with better service, fewer fees, none of the runaround. So whether you want to manage your money from your phone or buy your first home, Ridgewood, ready to help you live a better financial lifestyle, go to RidgewoodBank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here is Mickey Calloway. I think you just have to keep on, uh, you know, putting guys in, in situations that gives them the best chance to succeed. And, uh, you know, that's all you can do. Um, I think that uh, those guys are working really hard um, in between their outings with Dave to try and get, you know, the issues that they have solved and, and, and get in a better spot. So, uh, you know, those are, those are the two things you can do is, is work diligently every day to, to uh, get better and then uh, put them in situations that gives them the best opportunity to get, to get outs. 
With Blevins specifically, what do you see with that curveball? It looks like he doesn't have the trust to throw it. I mean, we, we see him utilizing that fastball a lot more. It's been such an effective pitch from the past. Why has that been such a struggle to get that pitch right all season? Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of popping out of his hand a little bit. You know, it looks like, uh, you know, I think arm speed has a lot to do with uh, you being able to spin the ball. And um, I think his arm speed's down a little bit um, for whatever reason, which affects him his ability to spin the ball the way he wants to. Um, you know, the, the last two curveballs he's thrown that he's given up uh, hits on, uh, the one to Freeman and the one to Descalso tonight, were were just spinners. They didn't really, you know, bite at all, and they were just kind of up in the zone, and then they went and got him. Um, so, um, you know, he, he's, he's going to get there, um, keep on plugging away, and uh, keep on working in between outings. When your arm speed slows like that, what do you do to get that back? You have to use your legs. Um, you know, I think that uh, there's one thing that, uh, you know, uh, helps you generate arm speed, and that's using the rest of your body because um, you can't really generate uh, it falsely with your arm. So, uh, you know, I think he needs to get in his legs and, and, and just keep on going, you know, keep on plugging along, um, and uh, eventually he'll come around. Making given his numbers against lefties, is his best chance to succeed at this point against lefties? Well, yeah, I mean, historically, throughout his career, um, he's been really, really, really good against lefties. Um, now, has he struggled against lefties at this point this year? Yes. Um, but, you know, I think our overall team, um, he still is one of the best guys that we have to go out and get lefties out, um, especially in the situation we had tonight. Um, you know, I... You know, it's, it, you can say small sample size or whatever. It's definitely a legitimate struggle right now. But if he doesn't face lefties, he's never going to get to face lefties. Um, so he's got to go out and face lefties and, and right the ship. A lot of these guys, you know, they'll come around, they'll come around. As we get closer toward midseason here, and, and many of them haven't, I guess what's just the concern level that, you know, it might not happen in time? Well, I mean, uh, you really can't even – be concerned with that. All you can do is work every day to get better. Um, so, you know, that's something that uh, we don't even think about. We, we can't sit there and think that, oh, they're never going to come around. We go out there every day and, and try to do the best we can to prepare them, and, and they do the same thing, and uh, they're going to keep on grinding away. Was that a little closer to what you expect of Conforto tonight, the homer, and then the, the deep drive? Yeah, I mean, he, he put some good swings on the ball. You know, I think that, uh, you know, sixth really feels like he's coming around. Uh, we definitely saw it tonight. Um, you know, he just missed that other one, which would, which would have uh, tied the game, but uh, he's in a good spot. He's got to get lefties out to the win, but what is the balance for you going to be that trying to figure out the right spot where he's struggling? But if it can have an effect on the game or not, we'll try to get it right. I mean, how you, you have to get guys right. Um, and, you know, the thing that we can do is pitch them in situations like tonight where we're down um, and, uh, you know, give him the chance to get his, uh, you know, breaking ball where he needs it to be. That is the skipper. And let's go back to, to some of that discussion here, the talk about the pitching's been pretty good. Matter of fact, since May 20th, the Mets starters have an ERA of 2.6. Problem is, they are 6-17 and 17 as a team. No, check that, 6-18 and 18 are the Mets during that time. 
The starters have the best ERA in the major leagues by about .3 in that time. This is almost four weeks we're talking about, but all they have to show for it is six wins, which is obviously a, a pretty big issue. Seth Lugo is going to get the call to go in the game Friday night. Zach Godley, not Zach Greinke, Zach Godley. That's a little bit of a break. It's the wrong Zach G. He's not bad, though. Zach Godley is 6-5. and five. Seth Lugo, a 1.77 ERA, though, and was brilliant against the Yankees last time out. It's the only win that the Mets have had in the last two weeks because of the six scoreless innings that Lugo was able to turn in in that game on national TV Sunday night back at uh, City Field. Saturday, Stephen Matz will get the call, and then Zach Wheeler closes it out Sunday. Then the Mets will head to Colorado. If they can't get the bats cooking in Colorado, I give up. But as of right now, you guys know the drill. I don't want to wear you out here, but the Mets are, after the 17-9 and 9 April, well, they slid to a 10-18 and 18 May. They're now 1-10 and 10 in the month of June. They're essentially, uh, what, what is that? They're 11-28 and 28 since the end of April. And the, the one beautiful thing that happened in that time they swept these Arizona Diamondbacks took three in a row back in May at City Field they can still do that now they can get three in a row against these Diamondbacks gonna have to do it though by waking up the lumber again the Mets held to four hits and that is all she wrote hey if you're coming to see the Mets and I know a lot of you are the seven line army is on approach and if you don't have a hotel room yet hotel tonight is how you get that done you can book well in advance but if you're not a planner you can jump on if as long as you've got the app on your phone, you book a room in 10 seconds. It's three taps and a swipe and you're done. No long. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Endless list of a zillion hotel choices to wade through. Hotel Tonight just shows you the best deals at the best hotels. We thank them very much for their support. And we thank you guys for hanging in. I know it's not easy to be a Mets fan right about now. Even the Baltimore Orioles have two wins in their two games against the Mets in the last two weeks. And those are the only wins for the Orioles in the last two weeks. It's just been an inglorious run, but inglorious runs usually end. Too much talent on this team for it to go on much longer. And I hope it'll all start tonight as the Mets and Diamondbacks play ball. You can hear the game on AM 710 WOR and the Mets Radio Network. This is Josh Lewin. Appreciate you listening and uh, hope we got some better news for you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.